Within us all, there resides a hero. We just have to learn how to tap in and unleash the power inside. Kylie Ann Bowers is the founder of Mind Your Hero. And this podcast is the mind foot you need to transform your mindset, manifest your desires, and live a life filled with magic. Each episode inspires you to discover your dreams and equips you with the tools and courage you need to transform your life. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for hitting play. Now, let's begin. Hello, 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 and welcome to the second episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. I'm so excited because this is the first part of a three-part series where I'll be talking about the superpowers that have been gifted to you that reside within every single person on this planet that we can tap into and use to our advantage to achieve what we want. And these superpowers include emotions, which is what we'll be talking about today. It includes gratitude and perspective. And when we talk about all three of these things together, you can really start making the tiny, simple shifts every single day and with consistent practice, it compounds and makes such a huge difference over time. So today's topic is all about emotions and how we need to become mindfully aware of all of our emotions. So the first thing that I'd like to talk about is that there's no such thing as a good or a bad emotion. There might be negative and positive emotions that make us feel great or terrible, but there's no such thing as a good or bad emotion. And I think to help explain this whole concept, I'm going to have to talk a little bit about quantum physics. And it's not as complicated as you might think it is. It's actually really simple. And quantum physics is what governs manifestation. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you will have heard about the law of attraction or manifestation in some way or form. And the law of attraction was made famous by the book, The Secret. And it entails that basically what you put out into the universe is what you will receive back. So if you focus on the positive, you'll receive more positive. If you focus on the negative, you'll receive more negative stuff into your life. And that's the thing about the universe as well, is that the universe doesn't decipher or it can't understand the difference between negative and positive. It just sees everything as, okay, what you're putting your attention on is what I will give you more of because that's where you putting your attention on and we'll get into this a little bit later in this episode of why you sometimes think you putting out a positive intention and you're not getting it because it's how your emotions are that is repelling what you are actually wanting to achieve so the second law and there are 12 different universal laws that govern the way manifestation works but today i'll be talking mostly about two i will be touching on a third later on but the second law is the law of vibration and some people refer to this as the law of energy but basically it states that everything in this world is energy and if you are trying to attract something you have to become a vibrational match to what it is that you want in your life and that sounds really complicated but all it's saying is that if you really want for example, a a really beautiful new car, you have to feel good about already having received that car in order to achieve that goal of yours. So if you 
heard what I said there, you have to feel, which is emotions. And that is what we're going to be talking about, like how your emotions govern how you are attracting certain things into your life and how they are such key indicators for everything that's going on in your life. If you want to know about any area of your life, ask yourself the question, well, how do I feel about my finances right now? How do I feel about my emotions? How do I feel about my career? And and re- don't don't give the logical response. Oh no, everything's great. Oh yes, no, I think this is going well because I've done this, this and this. Don't use logic here. I really want you to tap into that heart-centered power that everyone has inside of us, which are our emotions. How like so if I ask you about how do you feel about money, if you feel exhilarated and amazing and just absolutely filled with infinite possibility when you think of money then you probably find that your bank account is looking great if you feel oh money oh yeah that's a very sensitive topic why is she even mentioning money that's such a taboo topic you shouldn't be talking about that then you've probably find that you might even have tumbleweeds going through your bank accounts and that is such a clear indication as to how powerful emotions are so with this knowledge, a lot of people have a couple of misconceptions and it's completely understandable. And when people talk about manifestation, they generally only talk about the law of attraction. And that is why I want to really emphasize that there are 12 laws, not just the one which is law of attraction. There are 12 laws that govern how manifestation really works and the universe and not just manifestation, but a lot more than just that but I talk about how the 12 universal laws really govern manifestation because that's how I understand it to really work and with this knowledge in mind a lot of people think okay no I only want to be positive so I have to think positive thoughts and that's when I will bring in positive things oh here's a bit of negative emotions coming up for me I feel really angry okay I'm going to push that to the side pull up my socks and feel better about life okay this is what I really want that is not how you meant to experience life you have to experience contrast you have to experience challenges because through our failures through our mistakes is where we learn and grow the most and something that Catherine's and Kina has been talking about a lot lately is that success is your poorest teacher if you think about it if you just got everything handed to you on a silver platter you wouldn't appreciate it You wouldn't understand the hard work it would have taken to get there. So success is the poorest teacher. Failure is your biggest teacher. That is where you learn the biggest lessons. Failure is something that should excite you because when we fail, you have the chance to rebuild. You have the chance to question yourself with better questions and receive better answers. And this is why... You should not be putting off the negative emotions when they come up. When a negative emotion comes up, become mindfully aware of it, understand it, and lean into it. Because what we resist persists. So a concept that my psychologist used to always speak about, and what I'm going to share with you today, is if you have a block of anger and you view it as an ice block, If you keep putting it back into the deep freeze, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and you're never going to allow it the chance to dissipate and melt and just, you know, let go of. And how we do this is, okay, I'm feeling angry right now. 
instead of pushing it back into the deep freeze, be open and receiving and give it a loving, warm embrace. So allow yourself permission to feel that anger. Breathe it in, understand it. Ask yourself, why is it that I'm angry? Because what I believe in is that the world is made up of mirrors. And these mirrors reflect back to ourselves what it is about ourselves that we need to grow, change, heal, mend. The mirror is just reflecting back to us what our internal reality is actually feeling. And this might seem like a very strange concept at first, but it, it really is true. Like, think of the sayings, you, you cannot experience love unless you know how to love yourself first. You, you cannot, you know, um, have a relationship that's loving if you don't know how to love yourself first. All of those things, it's, it's exactly that. So a great concept to explain this is if we had to look at the bully and the victim on the playground. Now, you would say that they're completely different people. And I would understand why you would think that. Because the bully comes across as this bullshy, arrogant, obnoxious human being. Whereas the victim's this shy timid little person that sits in a corner and just you know your heart goes out to the victim but if you think of the victim they've attracted the bully into their life because they just they have no self-worth they feel that they are not enough they feel terrible about themselves but the bully is also acting out of a place of i am not enough and that is why i'm going to be this big bullshit person to try and gain respect because that's the only way he knows or she knows how to do that. So the bully and the victim, although appearing to be two very, very different people, are actually the same when it comes to their core wounds. And that core wound is I am not enough. And I've experienced this a lot in the past, especially when it came to past companies I worked for, and I attracted a lot of narcissistic people into my life. And this happened in relationships but mostly in the workplace where it was very very obvious and it kind of left me questioning but I'm such a nice person I'm such a people pleaser because I was at that point I'm such a people pleaser I'm always doing what they ask me to do and yet they still so mean to me why me poor me horrible you know all these horrible things are happening and that just came from a place of me completely being the victim so yes it does not excuse the actions of others and if a bully beats somebody up, it's it's really not excusable, but it's to become understanding of why that situation occurred. So when you pull yourself out from being this victim and like, oh, poor me, why me, you know, and you start understanding, okay, what is it about me that constantly attracts this behavior into my life? That is a better question. When you work from that place of why me, like, okay, what have I got? inside of me that keeps attracting this then you'll get a better result because you've asked a better question and in my case I was very fortunate to be in psychology at that point to work through all of this stuff and it was so clear that the narcissistic people that I'd attracted into my life felt that they were not enough and in turn I was also not feeling like I was enough and that was something that I had to work on and I had to give myself permission to increase my self-worth and to practice self-love and to really understand who I was as a person and when you understand your worth and you understand who you are 
your self-worth, your self-love, it just all increases. So that is why I'm so for the self-love journey and understanding every aspect of it because I know I know the profound changes it can have in your life when you start becoming mindfully aware of all of these things. And this is why emotions are such a superpower because when you start questioning yourself when an emotion does arise, you can start getting better answers. So when you start understanding anger, you can actually start becoming the alchemist of your life because when you understand anger and you've lent into it and you really truly understand why it is that you're angry you can reframe that thought dissipate it and take a positive out of a situation and it doesn't happen immediately and it is something that takes a lot of practice but that's okay we'll be talking a bit more about perspective and becoming the alchemist of your life in the third part of this uh, series but for now I want you to understand how important it is to become mindfully aware of your emotions. So instead of just pushing emotions aside, I want you to really just, even if it's over the next week, take note and become cognizant of how you are feeling with each situation. Because if we think about goals and what we want to achieve in life, it's not about the goal itself. Getting a new car is, it's not about getting the new car. It's about how you're going to feel when you get that new car. So to some people, a car is a power of symbol, uh, sorry, is a symbol of power or it's a symbol of freedom. So you actually want to experience freedom, not getting the car itself. You want to experience that freedom that that car will allow you. You might want to experience that power that that car will allow you to feel and that is something that is also just so vitally important to understand is that goals are not about achieving material things it's about becoming somebody in the process of achieving that goal so that you can feel a certain way after you've achieved it i'll just let that sink in a bit because it's it's such an important concept but you have to feel a certain way by becoming somebody in order to achieve something. So let's go back to the beginning, the law of vibration. In order to achieve something, you have to become a vibrational match to whatever it is that you're wanting to attract into your life. And we do that by feeling good about having it. And this is something that can also bring up a lot of paradoxes and a lot of contrast. And I really hope that I clear this up for you. So when we start feeling good about having the thing that it is that we already want, but then we go back to our normal day life and we are acutely aware of the absence of that thing, we can sometimes start feeling, oh, this sucks. I don't, let's just use, carry on using the car, for example. Oh, this sucks. I don't have the car. I'm never going to get the car. Okay, let me think a positive thought. I'm going to receive my car. I'm going to receive my car. I'm going to receive my car. But then you look around and the lack of it brings up all those emotions of, oh, this is, I'm in a dire situation. I'm so desperate to have this and I'm like really needy to want this. And that is when we repel what it is that we want to attract into our life. We repel it away from us. Um, Let's just take this example. If you're sitting at a bar and most of my audience I know is is female orientated but for the males that are listening maybe you can pick up some tips from this as well but 
if you are at a bar and you are a female and this needy person comes up to you hi i'd really like your number please can i have your number oh my gosh i really like can i take you on a date you're gonna be like no thank you okay bye you know it's it's that needy energy that repels you and it's the same with law of attraction if you are needy about what it is that you want you're just going to repel it and that is why you have to feel good about having already received it and get really into that emotion and this is why I love journaling and vision boards and visualization and meditation because doing all of these things allows you to step into the space where you already have what it is that you want and feel good about it, truly good about it. And this is why gratitude is also such an important emotion, which we will touch on next week. It's because of that feeling good about having already achieved something. Okay. And this is something I've bared witness to quite a bit, is that if you want a new home, a new place of employment, a new car, whatever it is that you want, often people will go about really disliking their current situation. So if it's a new job that you want, for example, don't sit there and badmouth your current company or feel terrible about your current company or just be in a space. And I know it is difficult because I have, I've completely done this myself in the past where you just get into that negative space of wanting something so badly that you just are not in a great space and therefore you bring everything and everyone down with you. And the next place you go to will probably be exactly the same, if not worse because you haven't left your current situation in love. And that is also such an important emotion to experience is love. Love your current situation because your current situation is teaching you exactly what it is that you do and do not want for your future situation. And this is bringing me to the third law that I'm going to touch on briefly today, which is the law of polarity. Now, the law of polarity states that you have to experience the polar opposite of what it is that you want in order to know what it is that you do. And often people come to me and they're like, Holly, I really just don't know what goal it is that I want for my life. I don't know what vision it is that I want for my life. I just, I don't know what it is I want. And then we get chatting a little bit more and it's like, I definitely know that I do not want to be in debt any longer. I definitely know that it, that I do not want to be in the relationship that I want anymore. I definitely know that I do not want to be in the job that I want anymore. And just in those three sentences, can you hear, it's so clear that what they want is financial freedom, a loving relationship, a growing company to be a part of, or a different career path. And that is why things come into our lives, the negative or the bad things, if you, if you will, the bad emotions, the negative feelings, it's because it teaches us exactly what it is that we don't want. That is what the law of polarity is. And it is honestly one of my favorite laws because it describes that you cannot understand light without knowing darkness. You cannot understand love without knowing hate. And for me, this resonates so much because if I have to look at my past with relationships, I had a lot of not so great relationships. And I, had, I went through my fair share of heartache and heartbreak and it wasn't great going through it and you know 
in those moments you don't understand why it is that you have to be the one being broken up with again or going through this terrible thing with somebody cheating on you perhaps or whatever it is and in that moment it's sucky it it really is terrible and it's not something that you wish upon anybody else but you kind of question like why me why me again looking back however if I hadn't have gone through those heartaches and feeling those terrible emotions and feeling what it's like to have somebody betray you and betray your trust I would never have known a what it is that I want in my relationship that I now currently have and I wouldn't have the same appreciation for the love that I do have in my relationship because now I have so much appreciation for the person I have in my life I have so much love to give this person because I know what it's like to have had the really crappy relationships I know what it's like to know exactly what it is that I didn't want so all of these things in life teach us what it is that we do and what it is that we don't want. And with emotions, emotions are funny things because humans are emotional beings. We are driven by emotion. And that's why I said, like, if it's a car that you want, it's not necessarily the car you want. It's the feeling attached to that car that you are craving. And often with an emotion, there's always an emotion behind an emotion. So this is an example I heard just recently is that If, for example, your pet passes away, you are going to feel distraught and sad and really your heart will be very, very sore. But the reason you are experiencing such sadness is because you actually have such an amount of gratitude because you loved something so much and you it's it's now that gaping hole from your life, but you loved and had so much gratitude for experiencing that love and that is why you're so sad that is the reason you're sad it's and that can you see how it's actually a positive construct of that emotion it's not a negative thing as one would maybe seem so it's that gratitude that you have for that loved pet for that lost pet that you're experiencing now and that is why there's always an emotion behind an emotion and that is also so important to know and we spoke a bit about it is that if you're putting out a positive thought but you're still feeling negative about the thing you're wanting to attract the universe is going to repel it because of how you're feeling about it so a positive thought is not enough on its own a positive thought has to be coupled with a positive emotion in order for you to achieve and attract what it is that you want into your life So I really hope this has helped you realize that emotions are something that you just need to become so mindfully aware of. Our emotions are such key indicators to how we are living our lives internally and how we feel about certain situations in our life. Money is such a great one to think about. If I have to say to you, money, 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 how are you feeling right now? Just the word money. I know it brings up a lot of emotions for a lot of people. And that is how you start actually assessing your limiting beliefs. So how are you feeling now? Money, money. Are you feeling great? Or are you feeling, that makes me feel very anxious. Money is just how you're feeling about that situation in your life. If you want to change it, you have to change your thoughts and beliefs around it. And we'll talk a bit about that in the perspective part of the series. But 
that is what I really want you to try and tap into this week is how do you feel about every area of your life and what do you do when certain emotions arise? Do you celebrate them? Do you lead into them? Or do you just push them aside and what you resist persists so it builds up to being something even bigger and even more devastatingly tragic in your life. Whereas if you just lent into it from the beginning, it may have been something so simple to resolve and so simple to understand. And it's okay if you've left it for a while. That's that's perfectly fine. Don't judge yourself on that. Don't be like, oh, oh my word, like now I've just put off all these emotions and now I have to deal with them. Like that's okay because maybe all your emotions are building up so that you can have a breakdown in order for you to have a breakthrough. And I mean that in the nicest way possible, not a breakdown where you're hospitalized, but to have this moment of so much realization that it's just, it all comes down in one go, but then you deal with so much in one go. But yes, for the next week, try and really become mindfully aware of what your emotions are telling you, how you're feeling about certain things. And you know, I believe stereotypes always come from a place of something that, you know, exists. And there's those memes about psychologists. Okay, but how do you feel about that? There's a reason those memes exist. It's because your feelings and your emotions are driving so much about your decisions, about your life, about your internal reality that's explored into your external reality. Just think about it. Your emotions are such driving forces. So use them as your superpower. Use them to understand yourself even more. Use them to change yourself because when you change yourself on an internal level and you start questioning yourself, your external reality has no choice but to change. You are the master of your thoughts. You can then become the master of your emotions. And when you master those things together, you create a different external reality for yourself. So I really hope this has shed some light on why we have to experience the bad in order to appreciate the good. I hope you understand a little bit more now about the law of attraction and the law of vibration as well as the law of polarity and how all of these things together can really help you change your life. And again, don't overwhelm yourself by saying, okay, from tomorrow I'm meditating every day, I'm visualizing, I'm doing all of this. No, stop. That is why so many people do not achieve their goals that they set for themselves at the beginning of the year. It's because they make too many drastic changes too quickly and expect so much of themselves. And that's a whole new topic for a different episode. But take what you can and start doing simple tiny steps every single day and with consistent practice it will compound and become such a big change in your life but it all just starts with becoming mindfully aware of how you're feeling now how are you feeling about every area of your life and if if you want write it down write down the five different areas of your life which is career and finance it's your relationships it's your health it's your spirituality and it's your like friendships and social and all of that write down those areas And give yourself a mark. How do you feel about each area? Not how you think it's going. How do you feel about each area? Because that will tell you how each area is going. And in a few weeks time, assess it again. So create a success tracker for yourself. How do you feel in each of these areas of your life? And when you look back and you start making these changes, you'll realize how far you've come in such a short space of time with just doing things consistently 
and small steps every day. But yes, I cannot wait for the next episode, which is all about gratitude. And that will also help you step into a different emotion when you are feeling the negative ones. And the third episode, which is all about perspective, will really help you change and reframe your thoughts and just explain emotions even better. But I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope that you can use these superpowers to become the hero of your life because we all have this within us. And it's so exciting because I really cannot wait to give you even more value on how to use these emotions to your advantage. And until then, I hope you have a magic-filled week. Use your emotions to be the superpower so that you can become the hero of your life. And I'll catch you next week and we'll be chatting all about gratitude. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. We hope it's lit a fire within you to go after and achieve your dreams. If you loved this episode, we'd be honored if you would leave a review and share it with your friends on social media. As a thank you for sharing in our dream to inspire millions across the globe, we'll gift you a guided meditation that will allow you to step into the power of your inner hero faster than you could ever imagine. For daily inspiration, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Mind Your Hero. We've absolutely adored our time together on this episode and look forward to you tuning in again. Until next time, we wish you a magic-filled week.